0: Chapter 18 Cuteness Can Be Misleading Together they lifted the tridents they held and aimed at the wall in their way. Hers shot gold light while a silver ray pulsed from his. They stepped quickly through the hole they made into the neighboring corridor. As they worked their way through the long halls and stone barriers, they referred to the map occasionally to make sure they were headed in the right direction. They had to make it through the maze before the Rompo and the Sphinx found them. He didn't even want to think about how to get past a ninky nanka. Neff's eyes continued to fade from a deep shade back to light neon green, but he seemed jittery and wouldn't talk. Adam was determined to help him find the naiads. I think we're making good time, he commented as they stepped through another hole and turned to make sure it closed behind them. He didn't want to leave any trace or make it easy for the last sphinx to find them. Do you hear water yet? I hear something, Clancy replied, stopping. It's hard to tell how long we've been here, though, because we don't have a watch and there's no sun to give us an idea of time. Or moon. "'Adam reminded her. "'We came into the tunnel after dark, remember? "'It's probably the middle of the night.' "'I hear something.' "'Clancy repeated hesitantly, turning her head "'and moving the flashlight around the area they found themselves in. "'It was wider than the other halls they'd gone through, "'with spidery tree roots jutting through the rough gray ceiling "'and water oozing from black stone walls to puddle on the floor. "'This doesn't look like a hallway.' "'He nodded. "'Looks more like a small room or a cave. "'Do you see anything like that on the map?' What's that? she asked sharply. D-do you hear something? Bada-bada-bada-bada-bada-bada. He turned his head at the sound of shuffling feet and strange whispers. A nervous shiver shot down his spine. He could only imagine what strange and horrible creature prepared to attack next. Clancy spun slowly, flashing her light into every corner of the round room. <gasps> there! she gasped. Huddled in the corner, small animals with long horns climbed over and around each other, trying to get to the bottom of the pile. One small creature, shoved away from the pack, looked back at her and froze as he stepped forward with an outstretched hand. Aww, how adorable, Clancy whispered with delight. Don't touch it, Adam barked. You never know what it can do, she laughed. <laughs> how could this innocent little thing hurt anyone? She reached out a hand and took a few steps toward it, "'You're gorgeous, aren't you?' it held still, trembling, but allowed her to come close. (sighs) "'She's baby-talking something that could kill her,' he muttered to himself, shaking his head and slapping his palm to his forehead. He pointed and waved his hands as he stepped further back. He had no desire to make friends with that horn, no matter how cute the rest of it was. "'Hmm, how could something so adorable hurt you? Let's start with the spike sticking out of its head.' The little creature had two long horns sprouting over its ears and wrapping around each other, extending from the center of its head into a sharp-pointed spear several inches long. The creature wasn't tall, its lean and slender body like an antelope. Reddish-brown fur covered most of its small body, although its legs had black-and-white zebra stripes. Large blue eyes stared at them from beneath long eyelashes. Within moments, Clancy held the shy creature, which hopped in her lap and rubbed against her like a happy cat. It held its horn away from her face as it snuggled its cheek to hers. "'Can you hear that?' she laughed as she scratched under its chin. The other creatures in the huddle decided she was trustworthy and surrounded her, tilting their heads so the horns wouldn't hurt her. They approached her cautiously. Adam strained his ears. At first it sounded like a high-pitched purr, but he heard distinct sounds when he listened closely. "'Abada, bada bada bada. they said. Soon all the little creatures tripped over themselves to cuddle with Clancy, who sat cross-legged in the center, trying to scratch them all. Cool. He stepped toward them, reaching down to try and pet one. Abara They hissed as a single voice. They all turned on at him, heads down, eyes up and glowing red, with those twisted spears aimed right at his knees. He jumped back. Clancy laughed again. <laughs> I guess they don't like you. He held up his hands. I won't touch you, he promised. But as a group, they moved in on him until his back slammed into the wall. Still closer they came. One horn jabbed at his skin knee, ripping it open again with the razor-sharp tip. Ah! Clancy? It's okay, Clancy said soothingly. He's with me. She stood up and ruffled Adam's hair a bit, like she was petting him. The big eyes faded from red to blue as they looked from her to Adam. The little creatures backed off, turning to prance back to Clancy. They tripped over themselves to crowd around her again. One of them turned to face Adam and jutted its horn in his direction whenever he tried to approach. Adam sighed with relief. Whew, thanks. He smiled wryly at the little one who tried to keep him away from Clancy. I guess they've decided you're all theirs. This little fellow on guard duty doesn't want me anywhere near you. Clancy glanced over at him, over the heads and horns clamoring for her attention. Then that one is my favorite. Adam stuck his tongue out at her. You're welcome, she said. Adam listened to the odd lyrical purring of the little creature's. After a while, his ears caught a new sound. He turned his head, trying to find its source. I think I hear water. You do, Clancy stood up, upsetting the two little guys in her lap. They stamped their delicate hooves and jumped on their hind legs to reach her again, while the rest crowded around her ankles. I think so. He took a few steps in one direction, and when the sound faded, he rotated and backtracked. The volume rose when he reached the corner they'd found the creatures trying to hide in when they entered. Leaning his ear against the cold stone wall, he heard the slopping sound of tiny waves breaking on a fast-moving stream. Aiming his trident at the wall on the far end, he gulped in a lungful of air and blasted a hole. After the dust and falling rock settled, a cool breeze and smell of fresh water reached him. They made it to the river. Abada! Abada! The creatures cried in alarm, backing away from the wall. Adam aimed his trident again and drew another circle around the hole he'd blasted. Instead of closing in on itself as the others had. It stayed open. Abada, the creatures repeated. I wish I knew what they were saying, Clancy sighed. Neff bumped Adam in the back. You land trolls are so arrogant. Why don't you ask me? Adam, who started to scratch Neff's nose thoughtfully, turned to look at the in surprise. You can understand them? Neff snorted and rolled his eyes. Is there anything I can't do? I will never doubt you again, Adam beamed. Clancy moved beside Neff, rubbing his back. Are they talking to us? Neff tipped his head down, and one of the tiny creatures moved forward. Pressing the tip of his horn gently against Neff's nose, it broke out into a flurry of sounds and grunts as its horn began to glow a deep purple. The more it spoke, the deeper and brighter the horn became. What is it saying? Adam pressed. Can they help us find your naiads? Neff turned with misty eyes to face them. He knows where my Cleo is, but he's not supposed to help us get there. What? "'Clancy pouted. "'But why?' "'The Abada are supposed to protect the entry to the river,' Neff explained. "'And their job is to prevent us from getting to the water. "'Once we're across, it's a clear shot from the middle tunnel "'or down the river to where the nighads are imprisoned. "'But even if they let us through, "'there's no guarantee we can get past the Ninky Nanka.' "'Adam puffed out a frustrated breath and closed his eyes. "'That sounds bad.' "'I don't understand,' Clancy leaned down "'to scratch the head of the one speaking to Neff. "'They're sweet.' If it's their job to keep us away, why are they so nice? The corner of Neff's mouth turned up. You confuse them. They believed all humans were horrible and only the Niki-Nanka would care for them. Turns out they don't like it at all that much. It's very cruel to them to stay hidden in their den, where we found them. They thought if something so mean cared, how bad were the horrible humans. And then they met you, Clancy. And they adore you. They'd spear at him for looking at them funny, but they would follow you anywhere. Adam's jaw dropped, and he frowned as Clancy smirked at him. I told you they were nice, Adam. He hunched his shoulders and jammed his hands in his pockets as he thought. What do we need to get past this Ninky Nanka thing? Just the name made him shudder. Your tridents and a whole lot of luck. The Abata here are willing to fight with us, but they're so little and the Ninky Nanka isn't. Adam pulled a face. Clancy bent down and reached for the other Abatas, scrambling toward her as she reached out to pet them again. You poor things, she cooed, treated so horribly and lied to about humans. We're nice. Well, most of us are. Adam is questionable. Hey! She laughed. Will you help us get past the Ninkinanka? Nanka? abada, bada, bada, bada. They purred. They turned to Neff. Are they going to help us? He asked. Neff snorted, his eyes glowing. They'll help Clancy. They still don't like you. Great, Adam mumbled. Do they understand me? she asked in surprise. Neff shook his head in disbelief. Of course they do! You land trolls really need to get out more. I can understand you, can't I? Clancy tilted her head thoughtfully and looked back at the eager crowd around her feet. You can stick with me, she promised. Once we make it past the Ninki-Nanka, we can set you free. You don't have to be slaves to that horrible creature anymore, they purred. They said if we're lucky it might be sleeping. We could sneak past and make it to the middle tunnel without waking it up. A loud roar erupted from somewhere in the middle of the river, followed by the heavy splash sound which told them something huge just dove into the water. I have a feeling that won't happen, Adam said grimly. The abata squealed and ran for cover behind Clancy. One long, green, scaly paw lunged into the hole in the wall, groping around. They all sprang back to avoid the huge, sharp claws reaching for them. An earth-shattering growl rumbled through the cavern, making loose pebbles fall from the ceiling and rain on them. An avalanche of rock tumbled down behind them, blocking the entrance. They were stuck. Clancy took a deep breath, looking grim and determined. What now? Dive through and become a midnight snack for this beast? Silly land trolls, never trusting the magic. Neff sighed. Adam aimed his trident at the claw, blocking the only escape as it inched closer. He closed his eyes and tried to imagine how he could best repel it. When he opened them, he pinched his lips nervously and fired. Red flame shot out of all three tines of the trident. The claw retracted as a howl of pain made more rocks break free. Clancy bent down to face the abata. We need you. We can't make it through without you. Will you help? The innocent blue eyes glowed red again. The herd turned as if on command and plunged through the opening and into the river. I guess that's a yes, Adam nodded. Neff rubbed up against them, stomping with excitement. Hop on and let's show this prehistoric freak how it's done. Adam jumped onto Neff's back and turned to Clancy. "'Trust yourself and never doubt the magic.' Gripping her trident with determination, she nodded. "'Let's do this!'